The Angry Chicken is a production of AMove TV. Bookmark AMove.tv for more gaming and esports shows. The Angry Chicken is directly supported by listeners like you via patreon.com slash TAC. podcast about Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. This is the Angry Chicken. Greetings and welcome back, everyone. It's a fresh, cracked episode of Tack. I'm Garrett Weinzerl, here as always with Willie Dills Gregory. How you doing, dude? Uh, I'm fantastic. Ready to talk uh, about a lot of wild Hearthstone today. It's going to yeah. be a wild episode. It's going to be wild because we have a special guest today. Jocelyn. Mo- uh, sorry, not Jocelyn Moffat. Jocelyn- no, Jocelyn, she's no longer Jocelyn Moffat. Jocelyn- still Joss plays. But- yeah. <laughs> yeah, still Joss plays on Twitter. But Jocelyn, new last name acquired because she just got married and her wedding was a ton of fun, is out uh, celebrating the fact that she just got married. So congratulations to her. But that's okay in her stead. Joining us, a special guest for this week. Going to talk all things wild. Saucy Mailman from the Into How's the Wild going? podcast. How are you gentlemen doing today? We're great, man. We're, we're really excited to have you because we've been talking about doing a wild focused show for a long time. We tend to just be more of a general Hearthstone show, yeah. right? Uh, so wild comes up. Uh, but I, w- I will preface uh, the, the whole show by saying I know Garrett doesn't play a lot of wild, but has dipped his toe in quite mm-hmm. often. I think Jocelyn doesn't play a lot, but she hung out with me last month on the final day of the season while I tried to crack that elusive top 100 legend for the uh, Wild Open tournament, uh, which I unfortunately did not do. <laughs> but I do play quite a bit of Wild, but I'm, I'm more of a memester than anything else. So it's nice to have you on, someone who actually knows about the Wild meta <laughs> and understands what the hell is going on over there. Yeah. And I, I've heard Joss talk about, you know, she'll defend Wild whenever we're talking sure. about like balance changes on here. She'll talk about like, you know, Baku and Gin and Wild and, you know, Barnes and those sort of things. Yeah, we were actually talking in the pre-show about Baku and Gen and rotating them to the Hall of Fame doesn't really seem like the right thing to do uh-huh. <laughs> because they'll just exist forever there. And we'll yeah, just, they don't they don't like, ever go away. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be all right if they just went away. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not i'm not opposed to that either yeah yeah sounds decent to me so uh so yeah so tell us a little bit about yourself and i know you do the into the wild uh hearthstone podcast and as well as the geek aid podcast what else what else do you do yeah so uh i i'm a uh i only play wild so i haven't played standard i used to play standard but it's been probably about a year or so since i played any standard um so wild exclusive um i stream a whole bunch and i run the end of the wild podcast and uh it's a lot of fun we have a lot of fun uh doing a bunch of crazy degenerate things in wild um and having a good time would you consider yourself a try hard or more of a or more of a just like let's like dane style or slizzle style i guess i should say <laughs> like so I'm definitely far from a tryhard. Like okay. I never really care about my rank or like how well I do. Um, mm-hmm. I like to play decks that are fun or at least that I'm having fun playing. I usually play control decks. I love Reno. Um, so I play a lot of Reno everything. Um, 
but I, I like to win games, but I don't really care if I'm losing. Like we'll, we'll queue up some stupid shutter walk, like no win condition decks and <laughs> we'll, we'll do dumb stuff from time to time. But I don't, I don't ever like trying to grind for top 10 ladder or anything like that. I'm not used to hearing Shutterwalk and no win condition mentioned in the same <laughs> sentence. I'm 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 perplexed. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> you yeah. can just Shutterwalk just the Shutterwalk. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of weird like the Shutterwalk. You just like fill their hand with bananas and lothab them a hundred thousand <laughs> times and then just sit there. Like that's a deck in Wild that people play. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so oh, man. Uh, before we get like into the like, we'll talk a little bit more in depth about this, but I know. Last month was an interesting month in Wild mm-hmm. because yeah. there was a reason to try hard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what was the overall feeling like on the ladder for you? And how, how did you do? Did you try for top 100? So I didn't try for top 100. Um, I, I'm not really a tournament player. I don't really enjoy tournaments that much. So I wasn't really trying super hard. Um, I was playing, uh, I was trying to make even Dragon Warrior a thing. Um, it's oh, okay. It's totally like a thing. Yeah. It's okay, but be- that's not necessarily your uh, top 100 ladder finish mm. deck. So I ended at like 230 or something, oh, nice. um, but I never really made a conscious effort to like be be up the top. Um, I really liked how the ladder was. Um, something we were talking about a bunch in the wild community is how having this influx of standard players coming in really shaped the, it kind of like evolved the meta quicker than it normally does in wild. Because in Wild, we don't get as much coverage. Um, there's not as many people playing it, obviously, so decks don't really evolve as quickly. So sure. getting people's... Like, a lot of people were bringing standard decks, put, taking them into Wild and just putting a Wild touch on it. So we were getting a bunch of different decks that we probably wouldn't have gotten. And that kind of evolved and shaped the meta quite a bit. And it was a blast. We were having... The joke was, every time we would talk about a... like here's three good decks to ladder with this week on the end of the wild. It'd be like, as we put out that show, the meta would completely shift and those three decks would suck. And yeah. so people were like, Hey, you told us that even warlock's good right now. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's not anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's that changing. was the struggle I had on the last day is mm-hmm. I just, I had no handle on what was good anymore because that final day was the wild friggin' West, man. Yeah. Like everybody was playing and I was just jumping around decks trying to figure it out, you know, trying to see what was good. But the variety I was running into was so wide. It just didn't seem like anything was going to actually stick mm-hmm. like a, a yeah, high win rate for me. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely. It was, it was a good time though. Like I appreciated it. Um, and just, I enjoy change and it does get like, that's one of the biggest complaints people have about wild is that the meta doesn't shift as much. Cause the decks that are good just stay good. Like yeah. Reno Warlock, it's a good deck. It, you can change one or two cards. It's still going to be good. But it was cool just seeing, you know, people bringing in like Cloning Gallery Priest and a whole slew of hunters we hadn't seen and a yeah, bunch of Agro Paladin. I had yeah. never seen that before. Yeah, it, and it's it's really solid. So it's cool just seeing all these new decks. I, I actually think you guys talked about this on the last episode too, like Hakar Mildruid. Yeah, like Mildruid that. is really strong right now, actually. That yeah. deck is crazy. Oh, I don't know if I could live in a world where any mill deck is uh, legit. Like a little, literal top-tier deck. Yeah. It's funny because for, in Wild, for a long time, uh, Kingsbane Milrogue lived on, right? Yep. Uh, and now with the nerf to Kingsbane, you basically have to go with the aggro pirate version because you just have to kill him. Yep. You don't have time to sit there and mill the whole deck anymore. But you, I think you're right. Like I saw a ton of evolution in the wild meta, whereas it seemed like in 
over the entirety of 2018 almost it was just kind of yeah big priest or whatever combo druid is going on right now or some sort of pirate warrior or some sort of aggro odd rogue odd paladin like it didn't really move much past that and yeah i started to see all sorts of weird interesting things and when you sent me that uh master's call hunter i looked at it and i said well where are the wild cards in this i was like oh yeah alley cat quick shot okay kindly grandmother i see Mm-hmm. These cards do make this deck better, but overall, it's really all about Master's Call filling your hand up with minions that work well together. Like it's, and that's a strategy that works in standard. Yeah, exactly. It turns out, you know, when you give an aggressive deck a way to draw three cards for three mana, <laughs> like it's really strong. Pretty good. Pretty freaking good. Yeah. So, as far as, you know, finding decks, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> while everyone's trying to qualify for the Wild Open isn't the best time to ask this question but when things are a little more stable and normal what resources do you use because uh, you know talking about how hard it can be to even even find decks i mean you go to a resource that standard players are used to using like hs replay and you go to the meta section there's not even a wild option you have to go to decks and yeah, they don't, they're not even archetyped there they just, yeah. just drew yeah, it like, i don't know <laughs> yeah. I, I i guess i'll try this druid yeah, yeah. What kind of druid is it? Well, obviously it's druid. Uh, yeah, crazy. Duh. It's a druid druid. <laughs> it's uh it's funny. Like it is harder to find. Like you said, like it's hard for wild because if you go to a website like Hearthpone or whatever, a lot of the wild decks you find are just like, hey, I played this deck and it was really good from rank twenty five to twenty three. Sure. Um. So it's just people like I tried this thing and it totally works. And you look at it, you're like, there's no way that deck works at all. Yeah. Um. A lot of Discord servers are good. Um, jumping around to other, I, I usually get most of my deck lists from other streamers. Um, I'll just be like, Hey, what are you playing? Like here's stuff I'm playing and just kind of like, it's a lot more community oriented and community focused. Um, just cause there are less players. You all, you kind of get to know each other a little better and you can just like shoot people a message. Hey, I want to play. What's a good aggressive deck to play right now. But if you're not plugged into the community, what would you recommend? Because that's, I think. You know, that's I think if you're if you're looking at it from the outside right now, and you're like, I want to play wild. I'm not plugged in. It seems daunting. It, it almost can feel like getting into magic in a way where you're like, there's so many cards I need and so many things that I have to do to get yeah. in here. And it's like that jumping off point can be difficult. Like I, yeah. I use the wild tempo storm thing a lot. Yeah. Tempo Storm, they've actually gotten, they've been pretty good lately. They've um, brought on a few other wild people to be like wild content creators. So they've been mm-hmm. a little better at it. Um, the the priest deck we'll talk about later that I, I brought over, it's it's from, um, it's a evolved version of one of those decks. Um, there's a couple good YouTube channels. Um, Slizzle466, he puts out a, uh, uh, it's like every, seems like every week he'll put out a, here's the like top decks that I see to ladder with. And those mm-hmm. are a, a really good resource as well. Um, I'm pretty sure the the versus uh, their meta report, it's usually pretty good as well. And you had the guy you had on your show uh, this week, didn't he? Doesn't he do like a YouTube thing as well? Yeah, Raffle, Raffle, um, Raffle right. HS. He puts out a lot of good stuff. Um, another good if you're looking just for people to look up for decks and stuff, they tweet a lot. Um, Get Meowth, if you're familiar. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he puts out a lot of really good um, deck lists as well. Um, yeah, Reno Jackson. I follow him on Twitter, yeah, and I, I check out great. his decks as well. But yeah, like I, I found it hard to look for refined versions. I guess is really the mm-hmm. issue. Like you can find wild decks, yeah, uh, but to find the refined version. And what's funny is when you play wild at like rank twenty, it's just a mishmash of weird whatever. Yeah, but once you get up to like you know rank four to legend in legend, 
I always felt like, and this changed, I think, in, in January for sure. But I always felt like what would happen is I would see a deck one day and then the next day everyone would be would be playing that deck. Mm-hmm. And it was just like the news traveled so fast, but it also just it wasn't necessarily that it traveled fast. It's like the smaller player base meant once a new deck was discovered that had a good win rate. It, it didn't mean that like, you know, out of the millions of people playing 10% of them found the deck. It was like out of the thousands of people playing, yeah, they all found this deck and now everyone's playing it. So it seemed like it, it would happen so quickly. And I'd always be like, where do I find this list? I don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> I think that's one of the like the one of the coolest parts, but also one of the harder parts for players in wild is you do have such a larger card pool. It's harder to find or it's harder to refine deck lists because mm-hmm. like let's take even shaman for example. Like you have your core like 20 cards but then you yeah. still have like four minutes seven cards. seven that goes yeah. in <laughs> yep he goes in but there's even versions that cut one of those so sometimes Whoa. you only run one um or like right now even shaman people are realizing hey you don't need flame tongue totem and wild for it to still be good people are putting in like wind fury one copy or you'll put in mm-hmm. like the fire elemental um so like there's a, it's a lot harder especially when you get into like reno decks because it's just like there's like 25 flex sots in, <laughs> sure. in all of them so yeah. it's it's harder to refine and it's whenever people are like, Hey, what's the best version of Reno lock? I'm like, well, what are you playing up against a lot? Cause there's mm-hmm. like 12 different versions you can play right now. So it's kind of, yeah, tough. those decks you can actually tailor to the decks you're seeing a lot, which I think mm-hmm. is like, there's just not a best version. There's a core set of cards, like you said, and then pay attention to what you're facing. And yeah, do I need a big game hunter? Okay. It goes in, right. Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of, you just kind of tailor to the needs. Yep. Exactly. It, when you're playing like the aggro pirate stuff, that's a pretty solidified list. You're like, yeah, the pirates that go well together. I get yeah. it. But as soon as you start getting into the control decks, right, there's so many yeah. freaking options. Yep, exactly. It's even like, oh, yeah, I'm against this control warrior. I'm like, well, there's a few different versions. Like some run Azelina, some don't. So it's it's a bunch of there's a bunch of crazy options you have in wild, which makes it kind of fun. What's the most hated deck for you right now? What's the deck that when you see it, you're just like, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, right now, there's been a huge resurgence of uh, the aggro secret mage um, mm. that's popped mm-hmm. up out of nowhere. And I think it's because of the the qualifiers for the wild playoffs. Um, I think all of the top six for US had aggro secret mage as one of their decks. And that deck is all over the place. And it's I, I pretty much always play some kind of Reno control deck. And that's a really tough matchup for a Reno deck because they just they kill you real fast with fireballs. Mm hmm. <laughs> Well, yeah, Ice Block is also a nice way to uh, mm-hmm. make sure you burn them out first. So. Yep, exactly. Oh, that's right. Ice Block is still alive over there. Oh yes, my God. it is. Yeah, because yeah. I've been and enjoying... Also, I've been seeing Duplicate because you can duplicate your uh, Kieran Tor Mages and then do it again <laughs> the next turn. And yeah, Somewhere yeah, Ben Brod is laughing because of how wrong I was on Duplicate all those mm-hmm. many years ago. I yeah, know. It's, ballet. It's Remember that card? Hard. <laughs> yeah, Medivh's valet, he's insane. Like, it's yeah. a frost bolt that also gets a body. It's crazy. Yeah. And Ice Lance, that's a card that's still there, too. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's interesting. I forgot about uh, that deck. I actually don't see it on the ladder that often currently. Yeah, it's only um, been about, like, the past day and a half that it's just been okay. kind of everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, right now, I, I feel like I'm running into tons and tons of Odd Warrior, and it's really pissing me off. Yeah, Odd Warrior can be super <laughs> annoying. Yeah. And it's funny because the deck is not that different from what they're doing in standard. Mm-mm. It's just, it's 
I, I, I struggle sometimes to figure out what are the cards they're adding to this list. And I'm just like, I don't even see them. They're reckless flurrying and they're brawling me and they're whatever. And, but it's <laughs> yeah, just, the list, it's, it's funny. It's not far off from the standard list. Most of them. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it turns and, and out and uh, four armor a turn. It turns out four <laughs> armor a turn is good yeah, in both good. formats. <laughs> just good. Actually, I want to look at the top list and see what is the odd thing. What I'm really hearing is that mm -hmm. if I'm suffering from Hearthstone nostalgia mm -hmm. and I haven't been playing wild, I'm missing out. Yeah. Ah, Deathlord, Bash, Cold Light Oracle, Ravaging Ghoul. Ravaging Ghoul alone, that's enough. Yeah, Ravaging Ghoul is really good. Yeah. God. Yeah, I, I was. I, so last month I hit um, Legend with Odd Warrior and I was playing the version that has the, I think it's the, what is it, the Violet whatever oh, violet violet yeah violet something the thing that four three that makes you immune when you yeah. attack right? you play I mean, that with that the cold light oracles it's sick and super yeah. colliders but it's really good against like other re like reno decks because you can play her at the end and cold light oracle and mill oh like a, yeah you're doing like a mill strategy okay you don't take the damage so it's pretty so cool. do you run like zola and stuff to make more cold light mm -hmm. oracles okay yep. sweet right. so that's fun well, there's quite a bit of wild happening in the news this week, so yeah. let's flip that switch and talk about what's happening. Good news, everyone! <laughs> oh, no. So we now have uh, live leaderboards for Standard and Wild. Uh, I've been making the joke uh, since it went up that, uh, <laughs> that it was just in time for the ladder to no longer feed in the Hearthstone esports. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but with the Wild Open uh, having you know just happened, you know it's good for the future Wild Opens. The yeah. future Wild Opens, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm sure that for that. all of them that happen all the time. <laughs> yeah, for that for yeah, 2020, when we have that I'm, other future Wild. I'm open. reaching. I mean, it's not a bad thing that this is here, but it does yeah. seem like oh well, we're not going to be caring about it nearly as much because HCT is over and yeah. Well, you know what I thought about when I saw this was this is a great tool for community tournaments, right? Like I could make some sort of a qualification thing like the wild open and say, Hey, if you're top 100 on the 20th of uh, February, then you qualify for ours, you know, wild whatever yeah. or our standard whatever and i put on my own tournament and i have that as a qualification that's a great um, idea and you know and I, I feel like because we are going to talk about xr's tweet pretty soon but in lieu of getting things like a supported tournament mode that blizzard created i would just like more tools to allow the community to function and make tournaments and not have it be such a pain in the ass right uh, a better spectator mode, blah, blah, blah. But things like this are just more tools that we can plug into and use. So even though they don't, yeah, you're right. They don't feed into HCT anymore. The latter results, mm -hmm. it's still also for like streamers. It's an important thing to be at some top, whatever, because that gets people to tune in. So it's just nice to be able to go check it out without having to log in the client and be friends with everybody, which a lot of pros kind of had to do. Yeah. Um, I don't think it updates often enough though. And I guess that makes sense, but. I was like logged on to somebody I was watching. I can't remember who it was. I was watching somebody stream and then their leaderboard number did not match it at all anymore. But I mean, I get it. It's probably cached and yeah. refreshes at certain interval intervals. Yeah. I, w I have no idea what would go into having to make it uh, a one-to-one -one live feed. That would have to be quite, quite the uh, challenge. It'd be doable, yeah. but it takes some computing power. 
you know, take effort, especially with all the different regions and blah, yeah, blah, blah. effort. I don't really think I need my Hearthstone devs putting in, but it's, you know, again, this is like the website team and they're killing it right now with something like this. I think this is great. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea too, of the, the like community tournament things. Cause there's like team one trick they put on their, you know, wild ladder tournaments that they do. And, uh, there was, I saw, I, I don't remember who it was, but they put up this wallet warriors tournament and it was, every deck had to be all legendaries but and like they could use something like this as a way to qualify as well and that's kind of cool i like i like i just love seeing cool community tournaments like that yeah yeah I, i've talked on this show about rather than have this whole thing of like the end of the month mattering so much where it's like you got this deadline and you have to be there at exactly that moment in time it's like if you just hit number one legend throughout the month everybody who hit number one legend throughout the month are all yeah. qualified for some tournament i think that would be sweet That'd be sweet. Right? Because it's just all you got to do is just get there one time. And then you probably have, I don't know, a dozen, 20 people who do that. Right. It's not not a huge number. Um, but yeah, and you could open that up. You say like top 10. If you ever hit top 10, screenshot it, send it to us. And then you're qualified. Yeah, I like that. Thing. That's cool. You know? That'd be kind of fun because then it's just it's just about getting there and having the streak and playing well at some point and not, OK, at midnight or we'll. 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. or whatever yeah, it is. Whatever your time zone yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> At that moment, everything shifts over. And whatever you are then, it's like you could have lost one game and suddenly got kicked out of the top 100. That, yeah. That However, kind of- e- Hearthstone Esports change uh, from here on out for, for better or for worse. Uh, getting that end of the month marathon session, just getting rid of that is such a boon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know so many people that's like, hey, I had to you have to take off like the last week of my job every month so that I can try and qualify because <laughs> yeah. like I'm not getting sleep these last three days. It's like it's mm-hmm. so unhealthy and it's tough. It's not just the last day. Yeah, it's the last few days that they mm-hmm. have actually have to grind because let's say, you're, you know, 500, 600. It takes a lot of freaking games and wins to crack yep. into that top 100. Yep. Uh, also, the Wild Open, we've been talking about it. The playoffs have happened. So we we have the six players who qualified in NAEU and uh, AP. Uh, China's will be coming straight from the ladder. Yeah, I guess it's just number one and two from the ladder. Is that, do you know, Saucy? Uh, I I don't know. I didn't get to see a whole lot of the coverage on the other regions, but that's just, what I've heard. Is they just two players it. from each region, and they just said that the China region will just send two players based on just ladder finish and not... They wouldn't have an actual tournament. So I'm guessing it's just one and two if they can make it. Yeah. No. Yeah. We, Probably. We, yeah. And we can, we can see when you go down to the, the archetype breakdown for for the Wild Open, what you were talking about, Saucy, with the, the Secret Mage being very yeah. popular. Which I, I think that blindsided a lot of people. Um, it makes sense just because a lot of people assume there weren't going to be as much odd uh, rogue with the changes. And so Secret Mage kind of got it spot to shine again the uh, all the aggro lineups did really well yeah i'm looking and i'm seeing one big priest so yeah suck it big priest <laughs> one it's big funny. priest one dragon priest <laughs> like a lot of people in the u.s region that all, all the people i was talking to that were like planning and building decks and all of that uh no people weren't expecting there to be as much aggro so a lot of people were building their decks to beat other like combo decks and to beat like the mill druids and then aggro just like crushed it sure yeah i'm seeing aggro druid i'm seeing mm-hmm. odd paladins odd rogues yeah well, if and, odd yeah. paladin is still Secret very is, good i could see you coming in from standard as well being pretty used to long matchups mm-hmm. yeah right now standard is very control combo heavy mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I've seen the it's the the cloning gallery priest and like the what is it the big big the butt wall priest. priest yeah, and, yeah, the other priest. <laughs> and then there's like another priest and a couple <laughs> yeah, other priests. Blast control and dragon then there's priest. like a nice garnishing of Mechathun decks all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you like to like to play games while you're making dinner, <laughs> yeah. So I actually tried out the uh, so I tried out some of your decks and we'll talk about those later. But I tried out out of these lists. I was my whole plan was to like try a bunch of these lists last night on stream. I'm gonna have to kind of table that and do them over the week or whatever. But uh, the the decks that I tried out that I actually did pretty well in from this were this inner fire uh, control dragon yeah. thing was actually super sweet because uh, just the twilight acolyte and the double potion of madness so many ways to just kill people with their own minions mm-hmm. uh yeah. and it's just super fun it's so satisfying to do that uh but th- this was one of the funnest ones that i played and then uh the shutter walk shaman for the player six seven ones lineup to me is just like the funnest thing ever but he's playing a doppelganger evolve grumble shutter walk deck so it still has infinite shutter walk combos yep. in it kind of uh very cool the double life drinker and everything he's like you can't do this in standard anymore so gotta go to wild do yeah. it with doppelgangsters can still do it it's yeah, a did cool. you guys follow any of the coverage from the wild playoffs? well the playoffs were not streamed right so you had to watch a player stream it yeah yeah or so go on i their tried to page it's frustrating though because everyone was streaming with a delay and it's hard for me personally to watch streams with delays because yeah no chat interaction and you know yeah, it's, I was not aware that it wasn't streamed. I had all yeah. the travel last week. So, to you know, yesterday I was sitting there with my coffee and I'm like, I'm going to watch some VODs from the Wild Open. I couldn't find it. Oh, wait. Anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Find Dr. J's stream and see if you stream some of it. I, you know what they could have done with this, though? Is they could have done what they did with that Twitch Rivals Arena competition thing. Uh, I think that would be a great way to stream something like a big Swiss tournament type of thing where... You just kind of drop in on games in and out and you have yeah. a couple people sitting on a couch and you just you don't yeah. have to stream every friggin match all goddamn day and have it <laughs> yeah. last forever. Yeah, it's 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 a nice kind of casual way, I think, to run a tournament. Um, yeah, you know, Twitch, Twitch rivals, obviously, the, you know, they're working with Twitch's actual infrastructure. So I'm sure they're probably getting a slightly higher resolution capture of the streams because Twitch is put on. But you could do that. It's not the it's, it's Hearthstone. This isn't. <laughs> and it's blizzard blizzard runs this tournament like yeah. I, it just it feels like i got okay i'm a fan of them doing the wild open but i'm not a fan of this watered down version of esports they give us when it comes to wild yep it's best of three yeah. we stream the top eight that's it like the rest of everything doesn't matter at all apparently uh, yeah, it's funny. Well, I also didn't know it was like that it wasn't streamed at all i was like oh i you know i'm gonna take a took my morning off i'm like this is gonna be awesome i'm gonna watch you know these people play and then i, I turn you on know the like, too, where, right? wait, where is it at like what yeah. where's and then i was looking i was like oh i have to look at a battle fi ladder results i'm like <laughs> nope i'm out i'm gonna go out for a walk i'm like this is yeah. dumb yeah it's and that's i think the thing is that it wild could have a big you know, i love that wild is a small community i think it's great because it's really fun to dip your toes in there and be like, look, I'm seeing the same names all the time. And I feel like I'm running into people, especially when you get to legend. And like last month was the first time I ever got to legend in wild. And all of a sudden it was, yeah, the same names over and over again. And I, I'd kind of be able to track like, Oh, that guy jumped up a little bit. Now I'm playing him again. He's dumpstered now. And like, it's just kind of interesting. You see all this ebb and flow 
and you see these, these you know, familiar names, we could build the wild community if Blizzard would just put on some more tournaments and have them broadcast and people could see how fun and cool wild games can be, right? Yeah. But I just think there's not enough exposure to that. Well, so we, if you're not a person who's familiar, you're just like, no, I don't, I don't care about wild. Yeah. But who knows, dude? Maybe standard esports will also get watered down. We still don't know the the <laughs> yeah. it, there is a, the announcement has been postponed. Uh, we're not going to know now until the twenty first if they end up sticking to that date. Um, so we're, yeah, we still don't it's know like, the finer details. We postponed it, but it's definitely this time going to be on mm. Thursday. We won't change it again. I mean, considering everything that just went down <laughs> over at Blizzard, specifically uh, involving most of the esports employees. Yeah, I can understand pushing this to a certain degree. Uh, you know, if yeah. the, the selfish Hearthstone gamer in me goes, but you, "Don't you already have this figured out? What's there to delay?" Probably so rumor, the rumor that I heard was the esports team got knocked down to like literally just a, a handful of people, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not so sure yeah. it's a rumor. I've heard it from so many different sure. people. Sure. Well, I mean, I just yeah, I don't have. Actually, yeah, unconfirmed information. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, 800 people losing their jobs. Yeah, okay, maybe it takes you two extra days to put this thing together. Uh, I, I, I'm still excited. I'm tentatively excited about what this announcement is, but I'm also skeptical that I'm going to enjoy everything they say. Yeah. I yeah yeah it's it's uh, I'm in that position where I'm just like this. I'm not going to like this, am I? Mm. which is hopefully good hopefully it means i'm going to be surprised and happy with whatever gets announced because i am i am uh ready like a michael bay film to just want my money back by by the way so i i wasn't here last week i'm sure that was the week you and jocelyn talked about the whole situation right uh yeah yeah we had justin on last week and it was it was while it was breaking and uh i mean since i would it all happened on monday tuesday right while oh, we were I thought Monday the was the day of the actual layoffs. And no, then no, it was Tuesday, Tuesday. When it all came out. Oh, okay. It no, was happening during the it, show. It was leaked over the weekend. And uh, yeah, so the Monday was a, a, just a period of great unrest. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my take on it is after like reading some more information and reading like this, the actual call that they had and like looking at some of the presentations that were given during their earnings call when they talked about how they were going to be releasing, uh, laying off 800 people. I'm pissed, but I'm also like, there's some silver linings in here. And one of the silver linings is that they want to shift more towards development. So hopefully that means that there will be hirings and development and things will get developed because holy crap, please develop things. Uh, I'm not so sure that it's always a hundred percent negative that the company isn't in charge of esports, I would kind of hope what they would do is like it definitely does work. There's many certain situations or many situations where it has worked great, right? Like Valve with Dota and their you know their championships and everything. Uh, that has all been fantastic, but I'm not sure it works with every company. And I wouldn't mind seeing Hearthstone be like, you know, we're not doing the esports thing correctly. If we could hire a company that's good at doing it and have them do it and maybe do it better than we're doing it and give them the tools they need and have them tell us what they need and all that kind of stuff. That's kind of the my my hope that that's somehow the direction it ends up going. I mean, when you Obviously, think about it, this too, is just like me wishing and praying. But yeah. um, I mean, there's a big for me, there's a big conversation around just 
Blizzard and their esports in general. Because I mean, they they, they canceled yeah. the Heroes esports um, at the eleventh hour, you know, right yep. before the holiday break. Uh, it all signs point to Hearthstone esports taking a significant step back. Um, with all they the didn't room. go back on their previous announcement of increasing the prize pool and all that stuff, though. Well, that's not so, what I'm talking about. We'll it, see if, if that's the, actually if the rumor is that the premier they're not even calling it league. Well, I forgot the actual term that they use. If the, if the rumors that that's going to be invite and the verbiage they use of it being your favorite players and personalities uh, yeah. comes to fruition, it's going to be a fluff league. Like uh, that's not yeah. hardcore esports. That's not the best of the best. That's the best of the most popular. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Um, and so that's my my concern there. And Overwatch League is is doing fine. Um, but it's also, I don't think it's as big as they hoped it was going to be, which is why I'm confused why on the earnings call, they're like, and we're going to invest more into that. And I'm like, if that was going to be big, it would have already been big. Like if that was <laughs> pouring more money into that, I don't think is going to get you the splash that you're looking for. Um, and so I, I look at, I kind of look at Blizzard as having this like esport kind of overinvestment that we saw a lot of other video game studios do with MMOs around World of Warcraft. You saw all these other studios just invest too heavily into MMOs and it didn't work out for them. And I think we're kind of seeing Blizzard having invested too hard in esports and it's not working out for them. Yeah, which is why I think maybe Blizzard should stick to making games and then Hire out the esports, you know, yeah. like, and, and another not a bad idea. In charge of esports to do it well, do the esports. And, another another thought game. I've had too is that you know, yeah. really, <laughs> Hearthstone has an esport because of the grassroots in the early days. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't like kick the door down with HCT. We had like that weird ass fight night going on for a while. We had a lot of community tournaments. Uh, and in talking to Eric Dodds before he left the team. He seemed like he didn't want esports. Like it wasn't even on his radar. And and towards the end of, of no his time, mode at all. Yeah, that. and towards oh, the man. end of his his time in Team Five, it almost seemed like he was like fighting against it. Yeah. So the fact that we sick. have Hearthstone esports, it's it, to me, it's the last time I saw grassroots esports really build something out of Blizzard because everything else has been created by Blizzard in the first place. Yeah, like I, you know, I'm that, I mean, that's that's why I kind of bring that up. Is like this is my hope is is that Blizzard, if they can, if they have more devs, less people on teams like an esports team that is in house, the devs can essentially work with the people who are putting things on, like the dream hacks of the world and things like that that do esports pretty damn well, and uh, and say, well, what do you need us to develop to make it work for you, right? And then actually have the resources to do that. Rather than us having freaking upside down cards for four and a half years now in yeah. spectator mode, you know, it's like, come on, guys. I know it's and it's like it's funny. We see so many of these community ran, you know, small tournaments and um, things that are ran at like such a high level with good production and like the team one trick tournament they just did not long ago. They had like the overlays and everything. It's like these look better than a lot of the official tournaments that we get, and it's it's just. I don't know. It makes me sad. Like a company like Blizzard, they have enough money and enough resources uh, to, you know, do this. I don't know. I feel like there could be such a big thing there. I mean, I ran the taco by myself. Yeah. And cast it and streamed it. and It's fine. I'm like, but one person team can do this with Garrett just emailing me some overlays. Yeah. Come on. What can we do with an actual production crew here? That's right? not getting done. 
Uh, and especially, so, yeah. I mean, it's like Hearthstone's like it's a competitive card game, and like I I, I come from a, a Magic background, and it's just like games like this. It's 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 so cool. Like an appeal of the game is that you can jump on your computer and play the game whenever you want, and like to be able to play tournaments like if we had a a tournament mode or something like that oh man things like that you should get the cough looked at (laughs) sorry i I didn't mean to bring up this crazy (laughs) nonsense oh yeah that that cough sounds like a successful uh suggestion yeah oops sorry i'm I'm getting over this cold of suggestions Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with all, all the points brought up here. I'm, I'm all for, uh, you know, just hand it to the community. But, it, but at, at the same time, though, it makes me think that we, you need to hand the community more tools. Yeah, it, it did 100%. seem, and uh, it did. I've always kind of looked at some of the issues with the Hearthstone esports as, as a, as a disconnect because the Hearthstone esports team was not Team Five. You mm-hmm. know, there's only so much possible with the game because the game is pretty bare bones which is a yeah. good thing it's a boon to hearthstone it's a reason that so many people have picked this game up is because the interface design is so simple so straightforward and so beautiful that i know people whose parents and grandparents play this card game yeah. which is mm-hmm. n- not usually the case <clears throat> and and the strategy is freaking there man i know you know i know people talk down about hearthstone sometimes especially people who like play magic and whatever and the more complicated games i'm just like yeah. this game has all the freaking strategy you could ever want and it's beautiful to watch and there's just so much depth that is actually there and uh the mulligan system is great like you actually get games rather than like watching someone get mana screwed yeah uh it's there's so much potential here and i do feel like it's being squandered and i, and I think you know one of the reasons is uh is wild not getting its due and maybe if the community was running tournaments rather than blizzard yeah you might get enough of a push from the people who are doing because like yeah team one trick like you said they're doing great things with during you know doing these kind of open tournaments and stuff yeah. and getting people to actually play competitive wild uh and it's just the efforts are getting ignored i think because the big money is in the hct yep i agree well before we get into just a suggestion bonanza uh thanks to a tweet <laughs> yeah. from ixar let's thank our sponsor for today me undies, which you can check out by going to meundies.com slash TAC. I it really, I would just like to ask for the folks uh, not watching the video version. Dills is showing his actual brand new underwear. Yeah. I'm going to open my me undies package live on stream. By the way, every time they send them to me too, they always send me a postcard and this thing is friggin' like handwritten. Have you noticed that? Yes, they send us. They're, they're, they're very lovely. They treat us very, very like, kindly. What they, a company! Like that just takes care of the people that. Like, yeah. Hey, Dills, we hope a, you're still digging it. Oh, yeah, very, oh, very classically designed here. These are gonna, yeah. And the, by the <laughs> way, the, the the comfort level is insane. But here's the thing that I don't think we ever talk about. You know where if you throw your boxers in the dryer, that the 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 waistband gets all screwed up. Mm-hmm. You could do that with the Meundies. I mean, still, you should probably hang them, but <laughs> my waistband on these things actually doesn't get all, you Messed know, up. bent and weird. Yeah, and yeah. all. Yeah. So, I have uh, the world's oldest dryer. I have never hung my underwear, and my yeah. Meundies <laughs> are still like the day I open them. It's, yeah, exactly. Like, it's the, the chicken neck thing or whatever that people talk about. Like, it just the gets all screwed <laughs> up, and then you. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I remember in the Michael Jordan Haynes commercial, they talked about it. The collar, like, you yeah, yeah. Your shirts and then they get all screwed up. Like, yeah. yeah. That doesn't happen with the MeUndies. What, they've they've well, just got some magic sauce. If, if, you're, if you're unaware, they use a micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. Take that, big cotton. And uh, it's just, it's just wonderful. They are so soft that you may think your cheeks are being supported purely by magic. That's how soft they are. Uh, and they've got a great offer for the Angry Chicken listeners out there. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you can get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. Go, go, go treat your butt, literally, and get 15% mm. off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on when you go to MeUndies.com slash TAC. You can get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee by going to MeUndies.com slash TAC right now. Also, you'll support your favorite Hearthstone podcast. That's right. And you support your package quite nicely as well. Not just your butt. I just got this is an uh, this isn't in the bullet points. Meundies, they really make the package. And if you're going, Garrett, I just showed up for Salty Mailman because Into the Wild is my favorite Hearthstone podcast. I'll say you can support your second favorite Hearthstone podcast. <laughs> there you go. First or second, either way. Yeah, just either way. Supporting them, it's good. They will support your butt, and you will support the Angry Chicken. Let's talk about that Ixar tweet, because yesterday, Ixar put out, and I, I saw this tweet around the time that it happened, I'm just like, do you did you just think to yourself, Dean, that you wanted to spend five hours reading Twitter replies today? Well, did yes. you see his tweet today? Yes, I did. He uh, was he got some, some boba, boba and read these 1,200 replies. <laughs> yeah, he got 1,200 replies, and it has even more at this point. Uh, Ixar yeah. asked on Twitter, if Hearthstone used to be your main game, but isn't anymore, what would get you back? And I mean, it's a solid question. Yeah, it I is. I love that he asked this because this is the kind of thing I want them to be asking us. You know? Yes. And other than uh, just replies with Ben Brode's face and hiring back 800 employees, <laughs> yeah, which was a little mean. Uh, there were some interesting replies in here, and the ghost of Jocelyn will j- visit us throughout some of these supplies that I, replies that I, I pulled into this uh, this episode. I say ghost; is she still around? The spirit of Jocelyn will yeah. visit us from Canada. Um, but uh, there, there's so many things in here. But I, I figure we could go through a couple of the replies and and then maybe add some of our own. But uh, friend of the show, Jonathan Vigil. Uh, replied to XR and said, rotate the classic set, tournament mode with bands, more play modes in general. I still play Hearthstone, but maybe one-tenth of what I used to. And I uh, think if you look at the just the demographics of the answers, tournament mode was really, really high up on the list yeah. of things people said. It, 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 it made me feel super smug to all of those uh, t- Twitter replies and YouTube comments that are like, no one wants you- tournament mode. You guys yeah. are in your own Does anyone tower. Anyone else think that they're just harping on this thing and nobody really wants it? No, man. People freaking want this thing. Also, also you know formats who- was another thing that was all yes. Formats was brought up a lot, but I'm not done. You know who, you know who else replied the yeah, only thing in this actually, reply this was tournament mode oh, so someone so someone wrote tournament mode and no it wasn't me it wasn't jocelyn it wasn't dills it was che chow the previous head of hearthstone esports who is now the director of ubisoft esports <laughs> he replied yeah. saying tournament mode it sounds to me like he must have been fighting for it and it just wasn't happening and like and just like he shrugs his shoulders hey yeah. how about this tournament mode thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, and, he, now he doesn't have to bite his tongue anymore he can say and, whatever he wants uh, I'm sorry team 5 but I'm going to now reference this particular reply for the rest of my life until we get tournament mode mm-hmm. yep yeah. it's, it's just it's important man I want them to treat it like it's important 
Even if it's even if it's not around the corner. I hated when they just said we're not doing it. It's just not yeah. happening. Right? Well, they said like, it was on indefinite hiatus, right? Yeah. But yeah. And that sounds like I'm not doing it to me. <laughs> I was, you know, I'm, I'm my homework tonight, mom, is on indefinite hiatus. <laughs> But I'll probably get around to it. Also, you know, there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, the speed at which Team 5 has historically moved. If you say something's on his indefinite hiatus, I'm like, great. Well, I'm going to need to put my head in a jar of Futurama style because I'm going to be 205 years old by the time this gets finished. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. That being said, they are moving at a significantly faster pace, at least with the uh, nerfs as of late. So Sure. I mean, yeah, things have improved. Like, I can't. It's funny because, you know, with all the complaints we make, I did look back at the year of 2018 and was like, a lot of stuff happened, you know. It was a pretty solid year for Hearthstone. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was was sad. It was, you know, it was a very predictable year in that it was, well, we got our three expansions, tournament mode was canceled, and that was more or less it. But, you know, we had, like, ladder things changed. We had rank 50 added. We had, like, there's a lot of things that happened, like, and they're just small things that, Spread out over time, don't feel like a lot is happening, but yeah. every yeah. year stuff is happening. It's just we're always like, but there's this one thing, yeah, not happening. I think there's I think like it's a, it's I think it's growing pains, and you know, Overwatch is going through the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're about to release a new map, so it's probably not the best time to invoke that. But up until this point, Overwatch players were like, hey, can we can we get something new, please? Yeah. Stuff happen, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not strictly a Hearthstone issue, and don't get me started on the poor folks that are really really into Diablo. So yes, uh, they have cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Amaz tweeted uh, uh, saying arena mattering more would be nice. Uh, to which Joss plays replied, "Would be great to have an all around championship arena plus standard plus wild like a triathlon with the winner being our world champion would put more emphasis on game modes that aren't standard." Mm-hmm. we've talked about this on the show a lot like you know the magic world champion is not decided by the best of three of standard you know yep they got a draft they got to play different formats like there's modern there's standard there's draft yeah it's cool yeah yep uh joss also had a standalone reply to xr she wrote would love a ban uh would love to ban a class on ladder also for tournament play if we're not going to get a full mode the ability to challenge people by battle tag without adding to my friend list sounds Mm. like someone who may have worked for dreamhack in the past with Mm -hmm. helping with tournaments (laughs) oh man yeah that's that's a huge one because i used to when i I, when i did play standard i went to dreamhack denver and played in that my it was like i'm deleting people on my friends list and adding people all day it was more than i'm playing it's so annoying yeah, and, and with the 200-person cap, if you're somebody like a streamer or a podcaster or whatever, or a frequent tournament player, you're juggling the damn friends list all the time. And it's yeah, just if you're so, someone who's just so internet famous, you have too many friends, well, it's such it, a problem. That, that doesn't even internet famous, just if you play against a lot of people. If you're a yeah. frequent Hearthstone player who plays against random different people. Now, like, I, I play it. open tournaments every day. Like, I, I, I get it, man. Stupid thing. It's, every t- it's every like, time I got to add people to send uh, taco winnings, I'm just like, oh, okay, time to time to break out the scythe and call some yeah. some people on my friends list. Yep. Well, not to mention, let's say I play World of Warcraft and Overwatch and Heroes of the Storm. They all use the same friggin' list. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's yeah. problematic for sure. That and that seems again, not knowing how difficult it is to add that to the game, but it seems like a band aid fix. Like what would be nice is an actual tournament mode. But like, can we just 
add mm-hmm. or can we just challenge people without adding them as a friend? Yeah, just just hit the nail on the head there. Uh, Trump, the player, not the president, <laughs> said four expansions instead of three a year, rotating basic slash classic set, a mm. move away from Super Death Star OTK and infinite value decks. You guys are already doing this. Yay. Hearthstone Auto Chess. We can program that into the current platform, right? <laughs> yeah, Hearthstone Auto Chess. Oh, please, right. God. Right. I would I would just... If, if Hearthstone added an Auto Chess-esque play mode, I don't think I'd ever leave the client. <laughs> You're like, this client is always on. Yeah, it's just done. Like, cool. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, that's again just like... There's a lot you can do with these cards and these health totals and these mana crystals. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's yeah. try them out. <laughs> I believe Trump also like expanded upon this uh, in, a, in, a, in a tweet following this thing that he didn't mean rotate the basic and classic set out, but like remove cards and add cards like yeah, yeah, just yeah. the yeah. basic and classic set, which is what I'd like to see. Yeah. Like some wild cards come in, some yeah. basic classics move out, and then you've got this kind of you know thing where it's like, yeah, for one season, we're not seeing acolyte of pain in every deck that wants to draw right yeah Be cool. figuring out other ways to do it mm-hmm. uh <laughs> all around nice guy and also brother of ben brode will william brode oh the superior brode yeah <laughs> brode plus <laughs> wrote in uh and said more card rotation look at how magic rotates out tons of cards regularly keeping classic and basic set is good for beginners and casuals but bad for people to play a lot mm-hmm. another popular one was yeah this whole classic and basic living forever thing it's just making the game especially when you know a lot of the cards printed in that set are things like malagos alex straza faceless manipulator like these tools that are just never gonna go away doomsayer doomsayer exactly yeah and uh you know the mage having things like frost nova to go along with the you know that kind of stuff it's like you're just gonna do this forever yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. really fun to and, do, you know, 20 years from now to still be getting blizzarded and frost novaed? And 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 I this is why I really lean towards the uh, you know, create a new classic or basic set maybe once a year treat it like a basic set uh from something like Magic that mm-hmm. uh, cuz I would like to I don't want Doomsayer to go away forever. It'd be cool if it <laughs> went away and then in 3 years suddenly it's standard playable again. Yeah. yeah. And that'd be really rad. I, I'm, I'm sitting here on my pallet and being like, I'd sure like to put Shield of Minibot back in one of my decks in standard. That'd be fun. But I don't need everything else from GVG. I don't need to bring that madness back. Well, I think that would also alleviate them like nerfing cards into absolute oblivion and making mm-hmm. them unplayable. Like if you just didn't have that card for a while, it'd probably save a lot of those problems. Absolutely. Yeah, because you think about a card like Muster for Battle is actually not even that good in the modern world of Hearthstone, right? Like it's good in certain styles of decks, right? And uh, yeah. you see it in Agro Paladin and Wild right now, but that's because in Agro Paladin and Wild right now, you can quartermaster and you can uh, play the little horsey guy that makes the plus ones to them. Yeah. In standard, you can't. If that card was just moved back into standard, it wouldn't even be that crazy right now. When it came out, we were just like, "Holy crap! What a ridiculous turn three!" And now it's just like, "No, on turn three, I'm doing way more things than playing yeah. three one ones and a one four weapon." You know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think the happy medium is 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 that because I think you're still uh, being kind and healthy towards new players, uh, but also throwing a bone to your to your uh, diehard players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you'd have to have a dust, like a cheaper dust cost for crafting the cards when they move in, which would be kind of nice for newer players to be able to 
essentially kind of catch up with collections whenever the rotation happened. They're like, oh, I get to craft these cards for cheaper now. And then they are now in my collection. Right. And yeah, I think there's just there's lots of things. And we've talked about this ad nauseum on this show. But give us a few more things for free or cheap and you'll end up getting me to spend a little more money uh, in the long run. Because right now it feels like a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm just going to spend zero dollars because I'm not getting enough for my dollars. Yeah. And I'm so far away from being. Do you see the post on Reddit? The guy was like, I've been playing for free. Since Hearthstone came out, I've got 67% of the cards. Uh, do you think I could ever get all of the cards? And everyone was just like, no, of course not. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like impressive that he freaking has 67% yeah. of the cards. But I mean, that guy is an anomaly. That is an outlier. I don't want to think about how much that <laughs> how much particular player plays. has to play the game to have a yeah. 67% complete collection without having ever spent a dime. Mm-hmm. You got guys like Murps who uh, plays so much friggin' arena. He actually like crafted a, but he was just like, when they had gold cards introduced to Arena, he was literally like, he picked the card that he go to his collection, crafted in gold so that it'd be gold now. He just did that. <laughs> so he'd have all gold. I love that. Arena decks. that. Those players are very few and far in between. So uh, you're talking most of the player base that I hear from consistently saying, I'm not buying the pre release anymore and I'm not buying packs anymore because I'm not getting enough. So yep. yeah. yeah, little bits of extra stuff for us. Speaking of Murps, the the last reply I grabbed for the show to XR's question uh, was from Murps. And Murps wrote, I think you could get a lot more people to dip their toes in arena if you introduced a way for people to practice drafts and or challenge friends. Currently, no way to improve without spending 150 gold each time, which turns a lot of people off. And uh, I would just like to edit your tweet a little bit Murps and just get rid of that end or just say challenge friends because if we had challenging friends we can have honest to god arena tournaments that'd be so fun real arena mm-hmm. tournaments yeah um so my reply to him was uh obviously formats and tournament mode is what i want in lieu of these things because i don't not expecting them to happen just make brawliseum a permanent uh button so rather than having it come around here and there, uh, and I want it in wild too. Uh, I, I want to be able to decide if I want to be a ladder player or a Brawliseum player. And also, yeah. if I don't like Arena, Brawliseum gives me a way to grind up a collection. Right. Yeah. And I have to think, and we, me and Garrett talked about this before the show, but I have to think that because most of the player base will not be infinite Brawliseum players, uh, this actually gives... Blizzard a chance to maybe collect some dollar ninety nines throughout yeah. the four months like expansion period, right? Where people oftentimes and currently, uh, to my knowledge anyway, a lot of people buy a bunch of packs up front and then hoard their gold until the next expansion and never sink another bit of gold or bit of money into the game yep. for that entire four month one period. I might get people to be, you know, actually putting money down. So I just think it's a win win. I hope they. I hope they do something along these lines. Like, I really hope that Ixar is serious about taking all these suggestions into consideration. Yeah, I agree. Great that he's asking. Yeah. I've, uh, I've, Murps has reignited a fire in me that, uh, of, of a request I haven't mentioned in years, which is just allow me to challenge friends with my arena deck. Like, and I've never heard a, res- a reply from Team 5 as to why we can't do that, is the other thing. And I'm pretty sure it's like, oh, well, we get paid when you play Arena, and we don't want you yeah. just sitting on the deck to play your friends with it. Probably. But I, I have to imagine that the amount of players that would just sit on a deck 
it would have to, it, how many people would it truly do that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, that I like that. I for me, my I want formats, um, especially just coming from, like I said, Magic the Gathering, just being able to have. I feel like at some point we're going to come to where we need to have more than just two formats, like as the card collection gets vast and things keep continue to break the client and all of that. Um, so having more formats would be awesome. And I, I agree with everyone that a rotating basic classics, that would be awesome. Like that would definitely get me to play more standard along wild. Honestly, like if I could, if I knew that it was going to change often enough to make the game different, mm-hmm. like that'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 Right now the a new expansion comes out and it doesn't feel like standard actually changes that much, which feels like a huge reason to push towards playing wild because you know, at least there's like so much to experiment with that if I want the change, I can make the change, right? Yep. Like obviously the decks that I'm going to play against or whatever, but I have so many options that I can just find new cool things. By the way, I did uh, look into this because what Merps's response was, was uh, I was like, there used to be a website where you could practice arena. I just looked it up, arenavalue.com. It is so outdated. It is still putting commons against commons and rares against rares and oh, i no. don't think it's got any cards past tgt so this website died yeah but that would only allow you to practice the draft i think you also need to learn it'd be nice to be able to practice playing games with yeah, yeah exactly. less with suboptimal cards mm-hmm. that you're, that you're against forced people to... with other suboptimal cards yeah because yeah. yeah. i've heard people make the argument oh you could just make the deck and play it on ladder i'm like yeah because you're gonna play against <laughs> Uh, sure. OTK, oh, OTK Druid with your uh-huh. bad like Murloc tiny fins. Yeah, no, not the same. Not, not the, the same solution that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. No, and you can't, and and you can have more than two of in arena. Yeah. So yeah. it's not. That's exactly. why. Because every time I bring up arena tournaments, people are like, they already did it. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not the same. It's not the nope. same. Don't tell me they already did arena tournaments because it's not the same. Doesn't count. Exactly. I want. I want like four nose dormus to show up in a tournament at some point. Yeah, I remember that tournament. Somebody had to retire their draft because they picked three fireballs or something. And it was just like, ah, whoops, I can't do this. And it was just like, I, like, are you disqualified? What do you even do? It's yeah, just yeah. annoying, right? Yeah. It's really dumb. Yep. And then, so, yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. Is that like, I, if, if the community takes on more of the tournament creation, the, I, I, the, the development side of things need to create more tools. Yes, uh, which which sounds obvious because we've been saying it for years, but it still hasn't happened. Uh, and the one hope we had in the former tournament mode was uh, canned. So indefinitely on hold, <laughs> indefinitely on hiatus. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so dumb. Worst <laughs> cop out ever. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, Sazi, we would be remiss if we didn't have you talk about some wild decks so that's exactly what we're going to do in this week's strategy segment hit it very hard you want to blow something up (laughs) (laughs) time to pay so keeping with the wild theme today dills you you asked saucy for some suggestions as to what wild decks to play and saucy you gave us your tempo hunter and your reno combo priest yeah, so I wanted to bring a couple decks that, one, you'd have, uh, if you wanted to try out um, Wild and just try a couple decks, like, this Tempo Hunter is pretty cheap, for one, um, but it also showcases what I think is a direct correlation of has having so many standard players, because it is pretty similar to um, standard, like, 
a standard hunter list, but kind of like a wild take on it. Um, so we have this, uh, it's a tempo hunter that I got from get Meowth. Do you want me to read off the list real quick? Uh, I mean, we got it on the screen, so okay. we can talk about the major differences between a standard tempo list and the wild one is that you now have alley cats mm-hmm. available to you. You have uh kindly grandmother and quick shot. But I think other than that, every other card in here is standard legal, right? Yeah, I believe so. It was one of those things uh, like seeing Master's Call, it seems like such a powerful card and I haven't seen uh, like other lists. Like it hasn't really been explored a whole lot in Wild yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this deck really uses it. And it's it's a very aggressive deck. Like Alley Cat and Springpaw together are so strong. Um, and like you can just, you said you were trying this last night. You went like 14 and something. I was 14 and one at some point. I think then I lost a couple. I think I ended at like 15 and two, 15 and yeah. three, something ridiculous. I mean, I climbed, I was ranked five, zero stars. And when I was done with the deck, I was ranked three, like four stars or something like that. Yeah. So That's I mean, I just shot straight up with this thing. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, for the listeners out there, if you want these deck lists, as always, they can be found in the episode post uh, for this episode. So head on over to amove.tv slash TAC and uh, find the episode 302 post. We'll have the deck codes in there for you. Uh, if you're watching live, it's not up yet. This is for <laughs> so there's a couple of interesting choices in this deck that I kind of wanted to ask you about. One yeah. is the your one drop uh, set here you got mm-hmm. double alley cat double spring paw but then you go one diamond one timber wolf why not double up the timber wolf or double up the diamond what's the thought process behind double dipping i guess i like having the the split between the two um you definitely every game you want to have at least some kind of a one drop um the timber wolves are actually better late game because yeah. you can because you're running the two sets of uh unleash the hounds I always mm-hmm. call that call the puppies. So I'm like, what's it actually called? Yeah. Uh, well, so I've had a lot of lethals with Tundra Rhino and Timberwolf and yeah. things, right? So Yeah. So you usually you want to wait for him later game. Um, most of the time you have a good one drop with Alley Cat, Springpaw, because you honestly like mulligans with this deck are pretty easy because you aggressively mulligan for a one or two drop a lot yeah. of the times. Um, and why double tracking? Because I found, first of all, well, I, okay, I found it good. Yeah. But I'm curious, like, thought process behind it because they're, you know, with double Masters Call on the deck, it feels like a deck that doesn't really struggle with drawing quite as much as Hunter traditionally does. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That's that's one spot that I've, I've messed around a bit with it. Um, I think the current one I'm running, I dropped the trackings. I put in one more Dire Frenzy and another Dire Mole. Yeah, see, I, I was thinking maybe even another Timberwolf and another, like, I love the Dire Frenzy so many times and so many games. Like I would get a scavenging hyena on the board or something, and then they would do some damage to it, trying to set themselves up to be able to kill it the turn after, and then I'd frenzy it and just like that's yeah, out of range now, sorry. And scavenging hyena is insane in this deck. It is so gross. Yeah, and I think uh, you know this is obviously a good deck in standard, but I think in wild one of the reasons why it does so well is there are a lot of decks that. Uh, like like there are combo decks and there's late game stuff, but I feel like there's a lot more people doing setup decks and uh this deck has the ability like cube cube warlock is big and wild, not really that big in standard. And this is a deck that has the ability to get a bunch of damage in early and then swing over the top with like kill commands and quick shots and stuff, and obviously the hero power. Yeah. So it's able to punish like decks that in standard I feel like don't get punished because you just get cleared, 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 and then like OTK'd. And it just happens less than wild, I feel like. 
Yeah. So I just I was just murdering everybody in my path, man. It was crazy. And what's crazy, one of the coolest things about this deck is Dills and I were talking about this last night, is there's more games than not. I chose not to play Rexar because mm-hmm. just shooting him in the face for two every turn was actually better. Um yeah. which is kind of insane. Rexar was like how you beat an odd warrior, which comes yeah. up. But I, well, you don't need it in a lot of other matchups. I mean, you spent a, it's also, you've spent a lot of time today talking about your tech choices in Wild. I mean, and it's it's certainly important in Standard as well. But uh, it, it's it's cool that that Deathstalker Rexar almost feels like a tech choice. Yeah, and it kind of is. I mean, it's certainly not bad to have him because <laughs> no, do he's all, he's good. But yeah, a lot of times you're like because you you keep things with you're like all right, well I have a kill command and a quick shot. I'd rather push two damage every turn. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, like you're you're just describing momentum. Do do I have it? Cool. Let's let's keep it. Why would you, on purpose, lose your momentum? Why would you hit the yeah. brakes and uh, and start trying to craft expensive creatures with Rexar? <laughs> yeah. So I had great success with this deck. I did not have great success with the Reno combo priest. So maybe you can talk to me about how to pilot this thing <laughs> i got run I over at rank 25 wild for trying the reno combo freeze so, i mean uh, i get it but i also there there so the matchups i was struggling with i, I lost to and I, I guess this is just a bad matchup odd warrior was i just couldn't ever deal enough damage odd warrior is abysmal yeah and then uh a mechathune warlock just kind of got there before i got there yeah. type of thing but what's like? What are the matchups you're looking for, and what's the what's the game plan here? So Reno Priest is in an interesting spot. It's kind of like my my passion project of this month. Uh, I love Reno Warlock's probably like my favorite deck of all time, um, and I think in a lot of it's just a different type of deck. Whereas with like, Reno Warlock, you have innate card draw built in. So the the biggest downside of the Reno Priest deck is you do lack a lot of card draw. Um, Priest itself just it doesn't have as much as you know you would with the warlock um but what's cool about the reno priest is it's a reno deck where you can actually kill people whereas your your win condition with reno warlock most of the time is just don't lose this one you actually kill them at some point um against things like a lot of decks you want to play you want to play against even shaman with this uh usually you have a good game against odd rogue it can do okay against kingsbane rogue it's a little tougher um it's pretty good against odd paladin because you have so many board clears yeah but, i beat all the aggro decks for sure yeah but against I other really control by like killing them i just killed all their stuff yeah. those they, you just kill their things and then they yeah. they get mad uh odd odd warriors tough um you can get there if you can get your early like your raza and your anduin um mm-hmm. you can like velen is really good if he sticks around for a turn you can usually get there um but against I I other was, reno decks it's good I think I wasn't holding on to things like flash heal and regenerate and stuff and then yeah. using them in conjunction with phantasm and, and the, the shadow reaper because yeah, you can do a ton you of need the extra damage, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the four damage or six damage you do with pings and then eventually maybe eight with, with the prophet villain is like not enough to get there. You need that other burst. So, yep, exactly. That's, and that's, so this is the, it's like the combo version. I got this list from Memnarch. Um, and you want to keep the, like you said, the flash shield, the regenerate, um, you want to keep those with your, like, um, any, the, what the two drop, the Akanai phantasm. phantasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you have the spawn of shadows, cause we have that card, um, you can with spawn of shadows and the mirage collar, you can start doing, you know, 12 damage with your hero power each time you use it. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty nutty. Okay. You do it. 
to yourself though too so be yes. careful you're going to be dealing 10 to them and eight to yourself each time you hear a power right so yeah it is I, I would say it is a fairly difficult deck to pilot because there is a lot of math that it goes into every one of your turns and it's like since you do have less cards in on average you know to work with than like a reno warlock you have to really play greedy like there's a lot of times you're like do i need to clear this board or can i wait another turn or do mm -hmm. i need to play this reno or is there a chance that i can live another turn uh so you definitely need a lot of meta knowledge to pilot a deck like this optimally but those turns where you're you know doing 12 damage every time you hit your hero power feel pretty rad it's also, sure. it's also worth mentioning that if you weren't around for reno sometimes it's totally okay to take yeah. quite a bit of damage to your face yeah, yeah. Also, Thorasan ticks on Private Velen and some cheap stuff. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like if you like if you can craft like the perfect hand to keep with your uh, um, your Emperor Thorasan, you want to have like your Flash Heal in hand. You want to have your Akanai Phantasm. You want to have your Prophet Velen and Spawn yeah. Shadows. And you can just burst them from like thirty, essentially. Velen in this deck is insane. He has so much value, even against aggro. Just having like. A Velen into a Flash Shield to heal for 10. It's mm -hmm. so good. Yep. No, I, that's what uh, I was playing against. I played I played two games in a row. I think this is the guy you said to call Double Mountain Giant or Molten yeah, Giant of you. Double Molten I Giant. I beat him twice he... in a row by essentially just not dying to yes. his aggression, you know, and uh, playing a Velen and healing for four just with a hero power. Mm -hmm. Super solid in that situation. Yeah, and it's... Reno Priest in general, there's a few different versions of the deck you can play. Like there's a control like dragon version, which is pretty fun. And there's an Azoth version if you really just want to beat aggro. But this is one that I feel like if you can master it, it has a good game against other control decks as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one seems a little more streamlined to the game plan of eventually I just kill you. Mm -hmm. I draw through my deck and then I just kill you. So it's pretty good. So, so Dills, you brought something quite different for the for the class. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not bringing any try hard decks today because we're we got the Tempo Storm meta snapshot, which has all the try hard decks you could ever want. Yep. So I've got some decks here that uh, I find just fun, but also can win. Do you find uh, them fun to one, play or just to to read the name of? Because this first one is called Shutter Jade Evolve. Shutter Jade Volve, or you can call it Jade Shutter Volve, whatever you want to go with. Uh, and uh, so it runs, obviously, Shutter Walk, obviously all the Jade stuff. So you got your Jade Claws, you got oh. your Jade Lightnings, Jade Spirits. Yeah, you have all oh. the uh, versions of Volve. You have Evolve, you have Unstable Evolution, you have Devolve. You have Devolve as well, yeah. And then you've got uh, you've got Double Doppelgangster. So you got the sweet turn six, Doppelgangster Evolve, where you just yeah. make, you know, three six drops. You've got uh, Unstable Evolution, so sometimes if you don't get that kind of thing going, you can pick and choose and stop where you want and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you go infinite, right? You get a Sorcerer's Apprentice or or, uh, or the Elemental Bro, and uh, you can do all that kind of fun stuff. Then it's got Hagatha, which is just insane value generation. Uh, but then there's also the Shutterwalk turn, where what it does is it fills your board with Jades, Growing jades. It also because a doppelgangster will make more of itself. I, I don't. I don't have the grumble in here because I don't want to put them back in my hand. I want. I don't want to like build a big ass yeah. board of jades and then pull them all back into my hand. No, I want to just make a big board. But then also when I make that big board, I lotheb you and I mojo master zihi you at the same time. So you literally can't do anything about it. 
You cannot play a spell to clear my board. Is there a one mana spell that now costs six that clears a giant board of jades? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's just evil. Yeah, I did it with just the Lotheb before, and there was a couple times where I got the thing. I did the you know the Shutterwalk thing, and then I got this big board, and they were still able to like light bomb or something weird like they were still able to like do stuff and i was like no you no you shouldn't be able to do stuff to me still so i was like all right mojo master as well completely yeah down. yeah <laughs> i'm all about it yeah it's fun so yeah this deck i you know i had a decent win rate with it it's kind of just plays like a control deck that just makes bigger and bigger men every turn so yeah and then i also want to share with people uh, because this is obviously the thing that everyone asks about all the time is the milkshake deck. Milkshake deck in its current form is a Reno deck. So you got your Reno, you got your Kazakis, uh, you got your Raza. Um, but I also have the dragon package because obviously one of the best milkshake cards ever printed is Draconid Operative. Um, so I got to have that in there. And if I'm going to oh, put yeah. that in, I need dragons. Also, that gives me a chance to run Duskbreaker. That gives me a chance to run Twilight Acolyte plus Cabal Shadow Priest. That gives me a chance to it, it put you, up early walls. It with, gives you no uh, excuse not to run Nefarian. Well, and also, yeah, Nefarian has to be in the deck, too. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, but this version now, and and this this deck actually does really well against any other greedy deck. So anytime you queue into like a Reno Mage or a Reno Lock or a Reno Priest, this deck has a fantastic opportunity to win because it is just greedier than you are. No matter how greedy you are, this is greedier. Uh, uh, are you sure you shouldn't name this deck Bobby Kotick? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about me. I'm trying to take all the fun out of video game production. Here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's got Archbishop Benedictus. It's got Princess Talanji. So here's the beauty of that. You Benedictus their deck. Everything you draw that was a minion in their deck gets just chucked onto the board when you Talanji. Yep. But you've also got things like Nether, Nether Spider Story and Seance, all that kind of stuff. So you can, and Thought Steal and, and all that kind of stuff. So you can kind of build over time some minions that didn't start in your, in your deck. And then when you Talanji, like one of my favorite plays with this is to do, um, Sylvanas, Seance Sylvanas. Then I get a free Sylvanas later when I Talanji. It's like one of the best minions to just dump onto the board for free. So you just get this, uh, like I don't have an Azoth, right? I don't have a Gul'dan. It's like Talanji acts as like my, bleh, here's a bunch of stuff. Deal with it. Uh, and then I threw in the, uh, Seaforium bomber just as a fun little nod to some of the Mechathune decks I was running into. I was like, well, you know what? You draw through your deck, buddy. You go right ahead. Let's let's do that. And, yeah, and eventually you're gonna get bombed in the face. <laughs> That's what I like about it. I mean, you're you're still trying to win. Like you got crowd roaster yeah. in here for just some straight up value. Oh yeah, you gotta roast people. Yeah. yeah. Been roasted. So I'm reminded how much I miss Entomb. Yeah, so I was gonna say one, like Entomb by itself is just strong. Yeah, it's so good. And so one of the keys to this deck too is is yeah, I'm trying to win. So yeah, I've got in, you know, things like mass hysteria and light bomb and ways to clear boards and all that spirit lash. These aren't really milkshakey cards, right? They're just board clears. But I I gotta keep in the cool plays, right? Like you can't run a milkshake deck without having the sweet plays. So you gotta be able to do things 
like, you know, seance there, minion or something like that. Youthful brewmaster back here, tracking it operative, get another one of their cards, yeah. brewmaster back your bomber, like all that kind of stuff. You need those things in there as well uh, to make it truly milkshakey. So, yeah, yeah super fun. Uh, the one thing that's awkward that is not in there anymore that used to be in there was uh, the post of the madness. I still have the shadow madness. But I found that the post of madness was a little too specific, and oftentimes I wasn't able to get it off, so I kept the shadow madness. So, oh, you can shadow madness and yeah, screw things back too. That's that's another sweet one. I, I so I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the board clears on the milkshake deck mm. because you have to survive long enough to get those Archbishop Benedictus cards, sure. right? So that yeah, makes yeah. it extra milkshakey. That's true. Yeah, like it's the the, the whole point is that. You know, I drink your milkshake, I drink it up. So I play with your deck and I beat you with it. Yeah. But I can't I can't beat aggro by doing that. So I yeah. gotta I gotta like get to the point where them cabal shadow priesting like one of their sweet minions and stuff. So yeah, definitely. Get that Arch Archbishop Benefictus plays. Love him. <laughs> it's like if <laughs> so you didn't funny. have those board clears, it'd be like if you went and you got your milkshake and you had it and you started to put the straw in and someone just some like pirate just came along and just ah <laughs> smashed it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was going to have a nice milkshake, man. No milkshake. Pirates hate milkshakes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a true fact. Exactly. But yeah, it's, it's fun. I, people always tweet me wondering what the deck list looks like now. I always will come up with a new version every time expansion comes out. It's getting harder and harder uh, because they keep printing more milkshakey cards. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, it's, uh, they just, I mean, that should just inspire you to make a non Reno variant. It's just like, wow, shoot, I need to fit more. That's why this. we need a, a format a, a, akin to. Uh, Commander or EDH. Yeah. Give me a 60 card singleton deck. <laughs> I can milkshake everything. The, uh, the, the one time I'll be like, eh, I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need that format. It's like, oh man, your ideas. No, this one we're going to just put on. We're going to definitely put it on the back. I, I only say that because every time Commander gets brought up and I mention that uh, I'm not a fan, uh, Dills and I's uh, mutual friend, Azixa, will message me going, mm. come on, man. Come on. You wrong. know, it's actually technically the most popular format in Magic right now. It's so fun. Commander. Uh, it's crazy that that happened. It doesn't surprise me. It would be standard, but no, I'm, the most played format. I'm frequently wrong, so that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I, it just surprised me when I found that fact out. I was, I was listening to the Command Zone podcast, and they're like, yeah, this is the most popular format. I'm like, what? Really? How? How did this do happen? You wanna, do you want to know why? Sure. <laughs> It's because everyone like that's the only format you could do the super big degenerate stuff that you can't do because it takes four hundred thousand mana. Sure, yeah, and you also need like fifteen turns to draw yeah. it all, and yeah, it's slow <laughs> enough. You got to play all these big, you know, all the yeah. crazy like steel hell kites and all the cool stuff you want to do in Magic. And everybody in in a game of EDH is essentially not trying to kill each other because they're just trying to get to their big thing. It's it's a gentleman's duel, except you take 700 steps instead of 10 paces. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes it is like you're playing with six people that are all playing Mechathun. They're just kind of playing solitaire. (laughs) Everyone's like, I'm doing my own thing. All right, you play your thing. I'll do my thing. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I got all my things. You're dead. Everyone's dead One of us wins. Yay, fun game. We should have we we should have uh, just done a uh, we should have done a forced Mechathune tournament for the last taco. Oh, like no. the only Mechathune decks that are allowed tournament. are Mechathune decks. Go! I got some people requesting a whiz bang tournament for the next taco. I was like, eh, eh, uh-huh. <laughs> if they would if they would improve those deck lists, I think it would be sweet. <laughs> There's like 
a couple okay ones, and the rest yeah. is like, Ugh. is that no win condition shaman deck? That I mean, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> you end up getting that one. You're like, no. Let, let me put it this oh, way, uh, tech audience: there's nothing stopping you, the tech community, from putting on your own West Bank tournament. There Absolutely you go. True. There's nothing true. stopping you. We will be more than happy to promote it on this podcast. Set up a uh, set up a battle fight. We will pimp the hell out of it. Yep. yep. I don't want to put one on myself. Nah. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, again, d- uh, links to all of these deck lists in the show notes. Go to amove.tv slash DAC, find the episode 302 post, click on the de- on the show notes link at the bottom, and boom, there you go. You got them right By the there. way, we also did link in the show notes the the resources we were asking Salsi about earlier. So the tempo meta snapshot is in there as well as just the HS replay, like what yeah. their version of it looks like. So. Yeah, you're going to have to do some digging. Good decks. They are not archetyped. So. Yeah. Uh, but you can at least see things like mulligan win rates and whatnot, which I have become surprisingly dependent on when learning new decks, at least yeah. in standard. So it's important, though, like mulligans are I think that's especially in wild, like mulligans are so important. Yeah, it's one of the like yep. underappreciated reasons why pros are better than everybody else. Yeah, they know what cards they are looking for. And sometimes it's a six drop and you're like, yeah, I should be looking for this specific card and keeping it. And a lot of people are like, no, I look for everything that costs one, two, and three. I can, uh, <laughs> I'll give you, this is going to be the, the hot, the last hot tip for if you want to play Big Priest, a really cool mulligan thing. So if you're playing Big Priest and mm. you're against Odd Warrior, you want to keep Yasarge in your opening hand. Oh. Because okay. you never want to have, you want to have like one, maybe two threats out, and you don't want to pull all your threats out of the deck. So Yasarge, you actually want to have in your opening hand. I, I see. That. So you don't Barnes out, out the charge and then yep. get all your yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Kind of the kind of the weird Mulligan things, dude. You know what was really cool that I discovered? It, well, cool, but also super frustrating. It's it's not quite as broken as the call double molten giant, but uh, the the uh, master's call when you're just running the Barnes and the Ashraj, yep. and then you just like you just discover Barnes every time, and yeah. then. Guess what? It happens on turn three. Which so then crazy. on turn four. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that Barnes, and then everyone gets everyone on Reddit gets mad. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, I was like, he played it, and I was like, he's discovering. Wait, why are there only two cards? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no! Oh, oh my I day is ruined. Yeah, my day is ruined. It's over. It, it, we're, 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 before we move in t- and take an email and wrap it up, saucy. Where do you land on on Barnes? You want to see him nerfed? I would like to see him changed. Um, I think the coolest change that I've heard to him is that they summon like a one one quote unquote actor of the minion, so that when that minion dies and gets resurrected, it comes back as a one one version. I think ah. that'd be kind of cool because I don't think that Barnes itself is what is like degenerate in a big priest. I think big priest is what's degenerate in big priest. Um, where I I. I pro- went to prove a point. I did a whole week of Big Priest, and the first few nights I went 24 wins with the deck, and only three games I even played Barnes. And it's just well, like, it's really, really good in the deck, but it's I don't think it's what breaks the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think... Two mana resurrect and four yeah. mana resurrect. And if they came back as one ones yeah. instead of, you know, getting a 8-8 eight, eight version, or your, your statues are now a 1-1 one, one statue, that's not as crazy, you know? So that would literally take Barnes out of the deck, if you ask me. Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, because you'd play it maybe in like Big Rogue. Yeah, Big Rogue, you could still play it. 
Yeah, because Big Rogue does things like, you know, gets these sweet battle or death rattles and stuff like that that then pull more minions out of the hand. That yeah. would seem like it would work there, but yeah, you'd probably just run the shadow essence and stuff like that to get out minions. Because then it, it like you could still do fun things with the card and other mm-hmm. decks, but it's not. It doesn't feel as bad as you know, just losing because they res their Lich King three hundred times on turn four. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. I, what just annoys me about the card is I, I think that's a fantastic version of a nerf. What annoys me about the card in its current state is that the game is sometimes just over on turn yep. four, right? So I'm like. If it happened on turn six, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. But if it if it's going to continue to happen on coin turn three or turn four, oh, it's just really frustrating because you just feel like, wow, I didn't play a game of Hearthstone, did I? <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we take any email, I want to thank those of you supporting us over patreon.com slash TAC. This is the best way to support the podcast, everyone. It's, it's essentially an opt-in subscription. If you're just like, I would love to pay a dollar an episode. First of all, thank you for having that thought. Uh, every podcaster wishes every listener had that thought uh but patreon lets you do that so you can head on over to patreon.com slash tac and you can opt in to subscribe to the anger chicken and, and support us that way whether it's a dollar an episode or a lot more uh there's a lot of folks over there supporting us and we really appreciate it and some of our more recent patrons are brandon h and kenny h and we'd like to say thank you very much for the support you two mm-hmm. uh, you also get access to our tech discord server and uh you get gonna get our strategy section decks a week before everybody else. So yes, except this week because the wild uh, well, theme came together at the eleventh hour because uh, there were yeah. th- there was uh, uh, family emergencies. There was traveling to other countries. Yeah, but in uh, general, the way it'll work is yeah. And so next week, uh, the the deck list will be posted there. Yeah, are we doing are we, are we doing wall priest? Are we sticking with wall priest? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's just the most popular deck right we, now. Yeah, we haven't talked about it yet. So. Yeah. Uh. I mean, we mentioned it last week in passing, but we didn't like do a deep dive. So we we got a deep dive. It's okay, okay. freaking good. Uh, also, within that Discord, you get access to the questions channel, where you can just skip the e- inbox entirely and ask questions directly, uh, and also get questions into the strategy segment for decks specifically. So go check it out, Patreon.com/slash/tac. And now let's take a question. Hello. Hello, it's me. Hello. Um, just quickly, do you get my message? Yep. Oh. Hello. You can send your emails to tacpodcast at gmail.com or, as we just mentioned, drop them in the Patreon Discord. Uh, Bytes did exactly that. This comes from our patron question Discord and asks, if Hearthstone implemented an amateur or pro league format, how would you like to see it function? Hmm. That's an interesting one. It's a loaded question. But we've also been saying we want more formats the entire episode, so we should probably put our money where our mouth is. <laughs> well, so the Dills Hearthstone League, I'll just explain how that is run, is we essentially do an eight-week Swiss tournament. So you play one match a week. You get matched up Swiss style. So if you're 5-0 and and someone else is 5-0, and you will be playing each other, right? Um, and it just kind of ends up separating people out. And then at the end, we take the top eight people and they play uh double elimination tournament and it works pretty well it's been working for seven seasons of it now so um do that on a larger scale it probably worked pretty well i like the idea of a league style thing where i just have a match each week and i just need to get it done by a certain day yeah uh, rather than having to like log in and do you know 14 hours of hearthstone which i think is one of the things that keeps me out of playing a lot of tournaments is just <laughs> a long grindy day 
So yeah, if there was a bigger version of that, I would love it. So I would definitely join. I know there's other people who do stuff similar to this. I know Day Nine has uh, a gaming league he does that's not just Hearthstone, but it's like PUBG and Fortnite and other stuff. Um, I think they do Dota or League of Legends, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I just like the idea of like once a week I have a best of five fan one deck match um, that I can just kind of look forward to throughout the week. And it makes kind of breaks up my ladder play a little bit with something different, you know? Yeah, I like that idea. And like if it was built into the game, if you had like a weekly match, you could sign up for leagues based on like time zones or time periods, because I know that's one thing that is tough for when people do a league and they're like, Hey, you have, you have to play against this guy and he's in Eastern time and you're in mountain time. And like, you're trying to line things up. That'd be pretty cool. I, I would love to see something like this just because I know there's a lot of people that would love to dip their toes into, you know, uh, tournament play. Cause it is a really cool way to play the game and it's different, you know, having, being able to ban a class and being able to build a lineup. Like that's really fun. And it's kind of, it's, daunting like just jumping into it and signing up for battle fi and doing all that and going against all these people who may just roll you over so it'd have to somehow match make again like there'd have to be different types of leagues based on your if it's your card collection or somehow they could do that would be pretty sweet too yeah Yeah, it'd be hard to imagine it in the client but it'd be sweet if you could just have it just be like these number of players are ready to play right now yeah. You want to play your weekly match? And I'm like, yeah. And it just yeah. kind of randomly cues me against somebody else. And now we ban and then we play. And you're yeah. like, cool, your match is done for the week. We'll see you next week, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I still would like to see, like, even if it's not like a proper, like, league, with you know, c- competitive fashion, I, I, I still would like to see just a best of format. It's been a long time since I mentioned it. I know I harped mm-hmm. on it, like, years ago. But if you implemented some sort of best of three, uh, you could have bands and, and you could still just have a random queue up like ladder where players just decide, all right, I have my four decks. I know there's one ban. Let's go. Just pair me up with someone speak. else who has four decks ready. You mm-hmm. make, you, you have your band phase in the beginning, like almost like a MOBA, just a band screen comes up. Here's their decks. Here's your decks. You pick one to ban. You see what they ban. And then you decide what you're going to play in your first <laughs> round and go. Yeah, um, like awesome. I would I love also to see, see something like that if Brawlicium was a thing, because I, I, I kind of feel like in a way, things like the arena leaderboard are like their version of a league. You know, uh, if you had Brawlicium, you could have like a Brawlicium leaderboard and all that kind of stuff. It, yeah. it just kind of like groups players together so they can kind of see where they lie compared to other people and stuff like that. Totally. Um, uh, I'd like to see a, a single deck format that had a best of three with a sideboard. That'd be kind of interesting sure. too. We've, we've yeah. never played with sideboards in Hearthstone. Like, mm-hmm. or technically it's always a sideboard because you can always change whatever the hell you want. But I would, I would like it a little more restricted. Yeah. By the way, the other cool thing that could be done without a huge amount of stuff is if, is if they were like guilds or groups types of things in Hearthstone. Like you know, think about Diablo when you see yourself not only on this global leaderboard of, you know, how well you're doing in rifts, but you see how well you're doing against just the 10 people in your little diablo guild right like uh it'd be kind of cool to just not only see like my ladder placement against everybody in the world but what's my ladder placement against like my 10 friends and we've decided that we're competitive with each other i'm always hesitant to suggest it because we've we've gone this far and we've never seen anything like it Mm -hmm. um but 
I would like to see a, a real draft or like a real arena like with x amount of players where you're pulling yes. from a limited card pool you know something of that nature would be really cool to see and obviously it's like pie in the sky we've never seen anything even remotely close to that in hearthstone so who knows how much work it would take to even create but it's difficult because of the class system as compared yeah. to the five color the color wheel you know yes oh, oh for, for sure uh yeah it's, it's definitely it would be would be difficult yeah. but i can almost if, feel like the sealed format is kind of the perfect way to do a limited thing where, would, even if you but, had something like brawl cm though like where you went in with predetermined decks and it was you've got ten, <laughs> 10 of your buddies you can lose this many times and we're going to keep going you know again sorry guys i've been playing auto chess it's on the brain but going in with like eight of my buddies until there's only one of us standing via uh, mm-hmm. some sort of uh, rule set would be really cool in hearthstone oh yeah, yeah i agree the other, the other day for my birthday, we went to my buddy's house to watch the Super Bowl and play pool. And like five of the dudes from my pool team were there. And we all just ran a little mini tournament, right? And obviously, like we've heard like the Young Woos and stuff in the past say, like this is what they kind of envision the tournament mode to be is like a way to just play with just your buddies. Uh, and even if it was just stripped down to that version, it'd still be better than what we have now, which is nothing. Because it was just like, we're all sitting around playing pool. We're like, we're competitive. I'm gonna play against you guys. I want to know who's the winner, and then we did that. And it's like you just can't really do that in Hearthstone without going outside of the client and mm-hmm. getting all these other things, which just complicates the matter and makes it really annoying. Yeah, yeah. Even something like that. If you were like, if you're a streamer and you wanted to play with your subscribers or something, you could have like a little quick tournament with something like that. Would be oh sweet. my god. I've talked about doing this so many times yeah. when I'm streaming, and then every single time the logistics just make me go, "Nah, it's never okay. mind. I'm just going to keep streaming the ladder. Oh, Too hard. Never mind." Have, can I? I just remembered my one thing that I wanted to change about the game. Have you ever, like, if you're trying to gift things to people, having to be friends with them for a week or whatever oh. before you can gift them packs? Is yeah, we run into that. Yes. It is oh, the worst. We are currently. Running Currently into that. Dealing so with that. If yeah. you <laughs> are a winner from the most recent taco and you haven't gotten your packs yet, it's because I'm, I'm waiting for that friend uh, timer to yeah, time out. Yeah, you gotta accept Garrett into your life. Which it may may have. I actually haven't checked. Sorry, I was in another country. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that would be wonderful. But yeah, uh, thanks for the question, Bites. I, I love these kind of questions. I love kind of brainstorming. Uh, so thank you for giving us more reasons to brainstorm because XR clearly didn't give us enough of an excuse. Hmm. I mean, the thing is, yeah, we, uh, this is what we do on this show is we pontificate on the things that we wish they would do. <laughs> large yep. Brandon in the chat room we says, understand the reality is large, that they're probably not yeah. going to do any of this. Yeah. But. Large Brandon in the chat room says, sounds like you guys want magic arena, but with Hearthstone, that's exactly what we want. That's sure. exactly what we want. I like Hearthstone and don't tell me to just go play magic arena. I like Hearthstone. I would like mm-hmm. to have as many options for formats as that game has, but with this yeah. card game. Like, I, I don't know. I, I get frustrated at times, and it comes through on the show because Hearthstone could rule the world. They could <laughs> really be good. the yeah. only card game, and they just seem disinterested in being the most successful card game in in the history of human existence. We don't need that level of success. <laughs> yes, yes, and that's that's. Like, I, I've said it. It feels sometimes like they're scared to pull the trigger on things. Like they they don't want to disturb the equilibrium that they have right now which is yeah and yet we have expansions a year and <laughs> the, standard and wild. a game that we know has very few players here's the storm has more ways to play than hearthstone mm. yeah 
Well, Weird, huh? It's also a bad example right now because certain modes actually have some of the longest queues ever, and it's insane. But Hearthstone, it, it's not even that close. We still know an insane number of people play this game. It can support extra formats. So please, let 2019 be the year of new formats. Yeah. Yeah, just go. Anytime you're like, is Hearthstone a dead game? Just head on over to HS Replay and look at just their recorded last seven days, six and a half million games. And that's just the people who downloaded Deck Tracker and are playing on their PC, not all the people playing on their phone, their iPad, their whatever, or the people on PC who don't have a freaking Deck Tracker. Yep. That's a lot of freaking games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just the slightly more hardcore fans of the game. That's, mm-hmm. that's all that is. And that is a mind-boggling number of players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know Apex Legends got 25 million players in seven days. That's cool. Actually, it's very cool. I love that. Sh- that it game. is very cool. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, Hearthstone still is an absolute butt ton of players and uh, it can support it. So anyways, uh, keep those questions coming. Tag podcast at gmail.com. If you're a patron, drop us a question on the patron discord. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Thanks again for supporting us over at patreon.com slash TAC. If you dig the show and you want to help us out for free, you can always drop us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. We also want to thank our producers. Thank you, Declan H. and Sean C. for the generous support. The whole back catalog of episodes is available on youtube.com slash amove.tv or the amove.tv website. And you can usually catch us live Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time right here at twitch.tv. Or sorry, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm forgetting my own time. Same this, thing. This is 3 p.m. for some reason, which has never been the case, so I don't know why that's there. 3 p.m. my time. <laughs> yeah, 3 p.m. Dill's time, happened. 4 p.m. Garrett, Joss time, twitch.tv slash amovetv. Join us live, won't you? Uh, Saucy Mailman, as our guest this week, where can everybody find you uh, doing Hearthstone podcasts and also tearing it up on the wild ladder? Yeah, if you guys uh, want to follow me, I stream five nights a week. Uh, just twitch.tv slash Saucy Mailman. I'm always playing random things on wild ladder. Um, and if you want to follow uh, Into the Wild podcast, um, you can find us just everywhere Into the Wild HS on Twitter, uh, iTunes, Podbean, all those places. Rad. Dills, and you're what? at Saucy Mailman on Twitter as well, right? Yep. And just at Saucy Mailman on Twitter. Spelt correctly. Yes. No, no missing vowels. Elite speak here. No, no crazy numbers. XX saucy mailman, XX underscore. <laughs> yeah, none of that. Yeah. For some reason, uh, followed by Gogeta Roth. I don't know why. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's the way that's all the cool kids are doing it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Dills, where can everybody find you? Uh, you check me out. I stream on twitch.tv slash Willie Dills. And I think this month I will be focusing quite a bit on wild. Um, just because last last month just. Got my blood pumping when it comes to wild. So it's just kind of, yeah, where my head's at right now. So come check me out there. And uh, also on Twitter at Willie Dills. And if you like wrestling, uh, check out the 1900 Wrestling Podcast. Find it anywhere podcasts are found. Rad. I do like wrestling. I'm a little out yeah. of the loop. Haven't watched in a while, but I do like wrestling. It's in a, it's in a good place right now. There's a lot of fun things happening. Well, Katie and I have been uh, struggling to find things to watch, so it seems like it's time to get back on the wrestling train. Get on the wrestle train. <laughs> the wrestle train. Well, I think that there's going to be some really good wrestling pretty close to you pretty soon because uh, uh, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, who's signing up like all the sweetest indie wrestlers right now, they're based out of Jacksonville. So that That's not that close. Well, Just sure, FYI. but it's Florida. <laughs> Florida is a long state. No, no, no one more shows in Florida, I'm sure. Not just. Yeah, Jackson. I would rather go to Orlando where NXT is based out of. And, uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's that, a lot. It's a much shorter drive. 
That's I didn't that's know all, all wrestling's from Florida. I learned something. <laughs> Florida <laughs> loves wrestling. Dude. We, we do. Yeah. It's you're, you're, you're not wearing a shirt all the time. You can't do that in a snowy environment. That's true. Dude, that's true. oil dudes up, put them in little panties, and have them fight. Oh, I'm in. You I'm can't in. oil a shirtless man in sub-zero climate. Okay, it just doesn't no. work. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> they basically yank those dudes directly off Florida beaches, and then they just have <laughs> you. You look you fantastic. <laughs> Get over here and do a wrestle. <laughs> How do you feel about spandex? <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter saying absurd things like that uh, over at Garrett Art. Two R's and two T's in Garrett. I trust you know how to spell art. I also have a graphic design portfolio over at newmoonart.com. All of the shows like this one are at amove.tv, but I would like to spotlight one podcast in particular, and that is because Kyle and I accidentally started an Apex Legends podcast. It's called Enter the Apex and you can go find it wherever podcasts are found. I even broke down listeners and submitted it to Stitcher. I hate Stitcher, but you asked for it, so I did it. So there That's you go. true love. That's true love. Yeah. We'll see how long it takes for Stitcher to break this particular podcast feed and never <laughs> fix it. So, anyways, go check it out under the Apex wherever podcast can be found. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Angry Chicken. Lots of deck lists over at amove.tv slash TAC for you. Go check it out. Find the show notes links below. We'll see you next week for episode 303 of The Angry Chicken. I believe Jocelyn will be back. But until then, job's done. Job's done. Job's done. Yes! done this podcast is part of the frog pants studios network for more information about this and other shows visit frogpants.com audio program so good it's like you're there